Welcome once again to the End of Days podcast, uh, where we want to emphasize the fact that we're truly living at the end of days. These days that we're living in, the Bible calls it perilous times or dangerous times. So dangerous is that we as Christians have to be on guard because we are living in spiritually dangerous times where the devil knows his time is short. He knows the end, his end is near and that the return of Christ is imminent. So once again, we as Christians, we have to make sure that we're in close relationship with our Heavenly Father through prayer, through Bible study, through meditation on His Word. So every day that goes by, we just want to get a little bit stronger, a little bit more stronger every day. And that, and not let the distractions overwhelm us because it can be like a tidal wave Everything is coming at us through billboards, through the television. We got, you know, your Netflix, we got 9 million movies on there. And oh, don't forget about your Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok. All these things can be such a distraction. And not to mention, what about the important ones? You got your job, you got the prices are getting higher. We got war in the Middle East. And your kids got to be picked up and dropped off. We can be so busy but we can't be too busy for God. And the book of Luke chapter 21 verse 34 talks about a heart being overcharged by the cares and the affairs of this life. And these cares and affairs can be, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Some super important, some, well, not so much. So we want to make sure that we manage our time properly and not let the once again, the distractions like a tidal wave overwhelm us because they can distract us and throw us off course as we're living this Christian life. Part of the distraction that they have away from our Christian life is to distract us away from the fact that we are not going to be on this earth forever. That this isn't our final home. This is not our resting place. That the problems and the issues that might weigh us down in this life, they just don't last forever. Part of the joy of being a Christian is knowing that there's more to this existence than just the here and now. We have a beautiful, glorious eternity ahead of us. So as we live this life, we got to make sure that we're not just focused on here and now as a quest for just comfort and whatever it is that brings you security in this life but else most of what the most important thing is life in eternity there are those in the world that believe that when you're dead you're done just like it says on the tombstone that has born whatever date it was a little dash in the middle and dead whatever day you pass away and that little dash right there is your life and then that's it but as Christians we know that at death it's just beginning because death we will never see death has been conquered by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that death is just for a Christian transitioning from transitioning right <laughs> that was a different connotation these days but a real transition between life on earth to eternity and we see this 
at Christ's resurrection. And this is what it shows us. It shows us that kind of like Magellan, the one who's credited with sailing around the world, people at that time thought the world was flat, that you were not sailing into the ocean, you would just fall off the earth. But he proved that actually you go all the way around, come up on the other side. Well, in a similar sense, not the same as, but similar, Jesus, he circled around death. In other words, he was born, he lived, he died, and on the third day, he rose again. He came up alive on the other side of death. In the book of John, chapter 11, verse 25, Jesus states that, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Promising to the believers, the people that believe in him, though they might die, yet they still will live, that they, through him, can conquer the grave, can beat death. Truly giving meaning to the words found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55, saying, O death, where is thy, thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? But not only does the Christian, does the believer in Jesus Christ beat death, which is fantastic, which is great, but it gets better. In the Gospel of John chapter 14, let's look at verse 1. It says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare, prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. In other words, he will raise us up and he wants to take us somewhere to a place that he has prepared for us so that we can be in eternity with him. Let's turn now to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. It says, But it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared, there's that word again, prepared, for them that love him. And the next verse, verse 10, the, the first part of that verse says, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. So once again, we get a glimpse, a little taste of heaven. We get a glimpse in our spirits of what it's going to be like. But the full expression of it, I'm sure words could not do it justice. We have to like see it in our in our spirit with our spiritual eyes. Because your brain can't handle it. Let's also take a quick look at the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1. And let's start with verse 3. There's so much here, but we're gonna start with verse 3. It says Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy 
has begotten us into a lively or a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4 says, To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and a face not away, reserved for you, reserved in heaven for you. That's amazing, right? We look at Jesus preparing something for us. We read here that's, you know, something undefiled and uncorruptible is faith not that doesn't fade away is reserved in heaven for us, for you in particular. Verse 5 explains who the you people are. It says, For you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. And these are the things that we can look forward to in our future. Something that is just mind-blowing, fantastic, no words to describe it. God has waiting for us. In fact, let's look at a couple of more scriptures. This time, let's turn to the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. Chapter 2, let's look at verse 4. I recommend you read the entire chapter for homework. It's very exciting. But here in chapter 2, verse 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, he has quickened us or made us alive together with Christ. For by grace are you saved. Verse 6 says, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verse 7, here comes the punchline. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness, kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. And I think it's interesting that it says in the ages to come. How many ages are there to come? I don't know. But it's in those ages to come. He will show us still the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in ages to come. Still expressing his love and kindness and mercy to us in the ages to come. Wow. That is more than just, hey, let's go to church every now and then. This is fat, fantabulous, if there's such a word. This is awesome. That what we have now in Christ will blossom into something that is really, well, like we just read, eye has not seen and ear has not heard and hasn't even entered into the heart of man. But God has prepared for those that love him. We love him. But he's also going to express his love toward us in the ages to come. His mercy, his love, his kindness in the ages to come. Wow, that's awesome. So in light of what we just read, let's rewind. Rewind our minds to the here and now. And look at verse or cha- Romans chapter 8 and verse 18. It says, For I reckon or I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory 
which shall be revealed in us. So that what we go through in this life, and it can be hard, life can be difficult, a lot of pain, a lot of tears, but it says here, these things are not even worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed, not to us, but in us. And again, that's that's something deep. Because as we read in the book of Revelation that we're book of Revelation that we're heading to a place where there's no more pain, no more sorrow, no more suffering, no more death. And that's just what we need. That's what our hearts desire, because living in this life can be painful. But we know that what is lying before us, if we keep the faith in Christ, it'll be something that's that'll be worth it. That whatever suffering that we have in this life, it'll be totally worth it. Because it's not even worthy to be compared to what's in our future. Turning quickly back to the book of First Peter again, First Peter chapter one, uh, starting with verse six. Kind of jumping into the middle of the verse. Well, I start at the beginning. Uh, Peter, First Peter chapter one verse six. It says, "Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now, for a season, if need be." You're in heaviness through manifold and many temptations that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, in whom you though see him not yet believing, yet rejoicing, or ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory receiving the end of your faith even or which is the salvation of your souls and that's what it's all about the end result of all our faith will be the salvation of our souls and with that will come great reward through many ages to come God showing us revealing unto us his love his mercy his kindness throughout the ages to come so that this life now, whatever we're going through, we know that God will be with us. We find comfort in His Spirit. We find hope in the Scriptures. So stay strong in the Lord. Keep the faith. And let us all rejoice in the Lord constantly because we know we have a fantastic, bright future ahead of us let's not be distracted but keep our eyes on the prize amen and amen stay blessed uh-huh.